there, and welcome to Babies and the Bachelor. I'm Chandler. And I'm Allison. I'm We're just two moms who enjoy watching trashy TV. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> All right. I feel like every time we start, I have my podcast voice. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um, I'm super tired. And Abigail's about to go for a nap. And I just want to get through this as fast as possible. And I have a no-napper, so. It'll be interesting. Yes. <laughs> Which, while I was editing last week's podcast, I was like, man... We had, like, almost no child interaction because Abigail was napping and Evelyn was just playing happy by herself and it was so quiet. <laughs> it was. I remember that. Yeah, we had, like, nothing. Yeah, that's why the mornings are nice. Yes, that was... We did record in the morning and that was very nice. Yes. But you'll go down for a nap soon and that'll... We'll speed right okay. through it. Also, I don't know if you saw it because I think I opened it and then I meant to tell you about it so you knew that it was there. On Instagram, we got a big long message from somebody. I did not see that. Oh, you need to read. I meant to tell you and I totally forgot because it was so it was like someone was requesting to message us. So I went and like accepted it and looked at the message and I meant to send it to you. It's been like screenshotted in my photos and I totally forgot to send it to you. Oh, I saw that this person followed us and I, do you know who, do you know who she is? What was the name again? Stephanie Rasmussen. Oh, yeah, I know her, but I thought this was somebody else. Hold on. Let me look. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was thinking of a different Stephanie Rasmussen. No, I don't know this lady. Does, do we have a follower that we don't actually know? Oh my That's God. so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. Because I feel like we know some Rasmussen's, but I looked, let me look. I don't think anybody we know that I know follows her. So I don't think we know who yeah. she is. Let me check. Yeah, I don't think, I know a Stephanie Rasmussen, but that, but she's married now. So her last name's different. That's not the one I was thinking of. That makes me so happy. Do you want to read yeah. it now or read it at the end? Um, let's read it at the end. Read it. Oh, well, I don't know. What do you think? Let's just read it at the end. Okay. If we have someone that we don't know that actually listens to the podcast, that's super <laughs> exciting. I'm like stoked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Everybody that we know that we that blah blah blah, I can't talk. I'm so excited. We usually know the people who do message us because it's usually my sister or my cousin or someone we've known growing up. Yes. And so now I'm like, do I say their full name? How do I how do I handle this? I have no clue. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll message her yeah. and be like, hey, do you care if we say your full name on the podcast? Yeah. There you go. I know. And I feel so bad because I was like, oh, yay. And I meant to respond to it. And then I just never did. And I was like, crap. She sent it Friday. Sorry, Stephanie. It's been a rough weekend. So. Yes. We'll message you back after we record. Yes. For sure. All right. Well. Let's do this. 12.47. I'm, like, trying to see if I can, like, just put her down now before we get started, get started. Uh, I'm okay. going to go put her down. Yeah, no, that works. Oh. You ready to go down? I, I just put her in there. She'll be asleep probably in the next 5 to 20 minutes, sometime mm -hmm. in that range. 
<laughs> we, I don't know if I told you this, but we had like that really bad sleep regression slash oh, yeah. holidays and everything. But ever since like she got back on track, like she used to like fuss and complain when we put her down for naps, but now she just plays in there until she falls asleep and I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> okay. Let's hop right into it. All right. Let's do it. Where did we leave off last week? I always forget how the last episode <laughs> ended. With uh, Justinia and MJ. Oh, yeah. Justinia their- and MJ. Yes. Okay. Because all I see is the the cold open where Heather pulls up in the minivan. I'm like, what? I don't remember where we left off. So, yeah. Heather pulls up in a minivan. Which, let's just start there. There's a lot of Heather stuff that happens, and I'm very curious about the timing. Cause yeah. When she shows up, Chris says they're already halfway through, but how long does she have to quarantine, and how long does she have to take COVID tests? And I don't, I bet you, I don't think she quarantined for two weeks. No, I don't think so. I bet she took like two or three COVID tests, and it was maybe a week. Yeah, if that. I was thinking it was probably like a few days. A few days. Yeah. I just I just want to know what their like policy is cuz Chris acted like he wasn't going to let her in cuz they had all quarantined already. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, I don't we'll know. We'll get more into that, but <laughs> I'm very curious about that. So we cut to the ladies walk in, and they're sitting down talking about the two on one Serena P-, P Serena period. Serena P. <laughs> <laughs> Serena P is narrating what's going on. Katie says MJ is the last of the Mean Girl tribe. I'm like, but is she? Because I count Serena C as part of the Mean Girl tribe. Me too. I feel like Kit kind of went along with it, but I don't think she's as mean as the other girls. Yeah. Um, MJ and Jasenia are bickering. We get that whole thing where he pulls up in his car and walks in and they stop talking right as he walks in. He says, thanks for coming. Let me close these doors because can you hear my dryer? Is it really loud? Uh, well, now that I'm like listening for it, yes, I can. Okay, but I couldn't I'm hear it before that. Door, okay. It's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> so Matt sits down. So thanks for coming. This is not how I wanted to spend the evening. But there's tension between y'all that we need to figure out. So he grabs Jasenia first. Jasenia says that MJ lied to his face, acting like she... Didn't know there was toxicity in the house or bullying or division. Um, MJ and Victoria were on the forefront of that. She loves to preach about leading by example, but she created the division and everything she has done comes from a place of malice. Matt says that's why it's a bummer. The last thing we should be doing is bringing each other down. MJ is off pacing and freaking out, saying she shouldn't have said my name. She's crying. I can't stand her. She's such a little b- She's not going to get away with this. So MJ is spiraling. Just then he says, I value everything you stand for and we'll stand by you. If we come out of this together, I'm there for you 100%. So how do you think MJ handled that? Not MJ, just Enya. Um, I think she's, I don't love her either. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's mean. I don't think she's one of the mean girls. And like, she's never really like done anything for me to not like her. But I don't know. I just don't. She's just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no she seems like well spoken, like I said last time. Um, but I don't like you said, I don't love her, but I don't hate her. She's yeah. not mean like MJ, but But I think MJ reacted the way she did because she knew how guilty she was. 
Oh, absolutely. Like, she was freaking out. She was like, yeah, it was really yeah. bad. And she it was bad. back together, but we'll get to that part. Yeah. <laughs> so MJ and Matt talk. She says, I know we have a connection. Oh, no. Why is Justin, why does he call me? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, we literally just started recording, like, ten minutes ago. Love you, bye. He just wants to call the chat, but... Okay. I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not MJ talking to Matt. This is MJ in the confessional. She says, I know we have a connection. I know what we have is worth fighting for. And she goes, hold, hold on. I need to fluff my hair. I forgot who I am for a second. I had a weak <laughs> moment, but I'm back. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> oh, what was that? Um, was it a Mean Girls meme that's like her hair is so big because it holds all of her secrets? Ah, oh, dang it! What was that? <laughs> I don't know, but I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I might have to refine that and repost. It. I know I posted that one because I thought it was funny. All yes. the Mean Girl memes are like so on point. I love them. Yes. She's talking to Matt. She says, "My heart is so big, and I'm trying to show that to you. The fact that I." The fact that Justenia said I was creating divide in the house is I'm trying to bring everyone together, just like I'm mentally and emotionally exhausted, and then have my character put into question that hurt me the most. So she thinks she is trying to bring everyone together in the house, which if you're doing that, you're not going to create terms that cause division. Right. Matt says, that's why I had to do a double take when she said your name, because that's something that I would, what? Okay. I don't know what that says. I'm not even trying to cipher my typing. MJ says, I continue to show you who I am to know. Why Why can I not read? Uh, I don't care about that. She's like, I'm shaking. I never lied. At the end of the day, you need a wife that preaches harmony and peace and not tearing each other down. I would never do that. I don't believe in that. And that's not who I am. Where did this peace and harmony crap come from? I don't know. Like, did he say something like that? And we didn't hear it? Like, I have no clue. Matt says, um, that hasn't been my experience with you. That's why I love being around you. I have stuff to think about, so I'll see you in a little bit. And he hugs her goodbye. And Jay says, I open up my heart. I've never felt more vulnerable in my life. I spoke truth and from the heart. And at the end of the day, that's the best I can do. Just send ya, I don't know how you foster a relationship when you continuously talk about other people. That's not what a confident, strong woman does. I'm going to keep being a bad This is not going to shake me. This is done. I was so mad, though, because she kept saying when you or other people's names are coming out of your mouth or whatever. I'm like, how many times has Justinia said, though, that Matt asked her? Yes. Totally. <laughs> she didn't just go to him and say, um, MJ is a problem. Like, no, he specifically asked her for names of people in the house. He asked her, like, what the environment in the house was like, and he told she told him what had been yeah. happening. And I feel like that is a valid thing. Like we said last week, sometimes girls bring up drama that really doesn't need to be brought up. It's like, I don't like this person because Corinne took a nap or whatever. Like, right. That's stupid. But if someone is like bullying and I don't want to say singling people out, but di- dividing, that's the whole thing is she's helped create this divide between the old girls and the new girls. And I think that is something that does need to be addressed. Yeah. So, but at this point, like before MJ and Jasenia get into it, I'm like, I have no clue who, I had no clue who Matt was going to send home. I was like, he could almost, he almost seemed like he bought into what MJ was saying. Yeah. So I, he, yeah. He just took it in and 
didn't want to show any emotion about what they were saying because I didn't get anything from him. Me either. But I can never tell if he's just like so nice or he's just really good at hiding how he's truly feeling. Or he's just chill. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of takes it, rolls with it. So Yeah. MJ and Jasenia are sitting down. MJ immediately starts going off on Jasenia, says, Jasenia, we talked it out like adults at the cocktail party, and I asked you to stop talking about me. I thought we talked it out like adults and squashed it. I'm like, is this like their conversation before Matt walked in? Is that what she's talking about? Because that was not two adults talking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when oh, they yeah. had this adult conversation. <laughs> Jasenia said, I brought up your name because you started it. MJ said, you need to do less at this point. Like, what? Jacinda says, based off of this, I wonder which MJ Matt saw tonight. I don't have anything else to say. MJ says, this is who I am. And then Jacinda says, you know what, Meredith? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. MJ was like, oh, cute. Yeah, that's <laughs> cute. And Jacinda says, you preach all the time about weak energy. Well, weak lie. MJ says, you know what a weak does they tear down other people to make themselves look better and that's what you did you tried to knock me out by attacking my character i'm like yeah so the person tearing other people down is you mj yeah <laughs> like, exactly just then he says you knocked yourself out mj mj says you know what you literally need to check yourself right now and just says i check myself every day i'm like this is like the stupidest crap i've ever heard <laughs> You literally need to check yourself. It's like, uh, is my bra showing? Like, what am I looking for? But apparently just then you knew what she was talking about because she checks herself every day for whatever it is they're supposed to check. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I guess. That? Like, check your pants. Like, what are you supposed to be checking? <laughs> I think they're mean, like, check yourself meant, like... <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what they mean, but I just thought it was funny the way, because I feel like when people get in these arguments, they just open their mouths and say stuff and don't think about what they're saying. And then when I write it down and I read it, I'm like, this literally is a bunch of stupid crap that makes no (laughs) sense. (laughs) It really is. So they keep bickering. It's nothing important. They're just saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Matt is talking about MJ and Jasenia. He likes both of them, but he can't continue on with both of them, and he's conflicted. So he returns, sits down, grabs the rose. He says, MJ, our connection is undeniable, and I've enjoyed our moments together. Jasenia, you said you wanted somebody to be your rock, and I feel that. He looks at MJ, says, MJ, I can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out? So Jasenia takes a deep sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. She's like, it feels good to be validated. She's proud of him. MJ gets in the car. She says, I can't believe this happened. He's a great d- guy. I do want the best for him. My heart hurts. I don't know how she did this. She sabotaged me. Jasenia was petty. I hope he figures it out. And I think the girls at the house will be shocked. So we cut to the girls walking up to the house. Neither of them, not Jasenia or MJ, are there. They're wondering what happened. The little plate with the rose is there, but it's empty. And they're like, well, somebody got the rose. And then Jasenia walks in with the rose, which they didn't even show us Matt talking to Jasenia. I want to know what he said to her. I know. Because I feel like, what was it last season? Taisha had a two-on-one with, was it Bennett, Bennett. and Noah? Mm-hmm. And she sent Bennett home, but she did not give Noah the rose. I feel like right. that's what I was expecting. And then yeah. Jasenia walked in with the rose. I was like, I feel like 
they don't have a strong enough connection for him to just immediately give her the rose. I agree. I thought I actually said out loud when I was watching, I'm like, I bet he sends both of them home, but then he didn't. So. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about Jacenia later. So they're talk Jasenia's kind of telling them what happened. Serena C looks upset. Chris Harrison walks in, says tonight has been exhausting. So Matt decided there's no cocktail party and they're heading straight to the rose ceremony. The girls are upset. Jasenia apologizes that what happened took time from them, which I kind of appreciated that. She's like, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think she wanted to hurt the other girls. Ryan is freaking out. She's spiraling hardcore. <laughs> she was, I think she knew she was going home and she didn't want to. Yeah. Serena C says, I feel like all of this could have been avoided if the whole topic of bullying and toxicity hadn't been brought up in the first place. I wrote, excuse me? So you want to allow the bullying and the toxicity to continue in the house and nobody address it? Like that's okay yeah. with you? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, she, oh, I guess we'll get there, but yeah, she, she made me angry. <laughs> Yep. So that's three down and one to go. Yeah. And yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> she says, Katie, I'm sorry, but you did bring it up every scenario where there's been drama you've been a part of. I'm like, not really. Yeah. The only thing Katie did was tell him that there's bullying in the house. And she tells her that later. Katie says, I don't know where this is coming from. And I'm sorry you're upset, but why are you concerned with me? Um, so they get at it. Ryan gets upset and walks off. She's outside talking with Michelle and they both just start screaming out into the open air, which I'm like, yeah, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that one. Mm -hmm. Time for the rose ceremony. Matt apologizes for canceling the cocktail party, gives his typical bachelor speech. So the roses go to Serena P, Michelle, Piper, Bree, Chelsea, Katie, and Serena C. So Maggie, Brittany, and Ryan leave, which I was surprised Brittany left. Me too. I really thought he was going to keep her. I would have kept Brittany over Serena C. Yeah, or Chelsea. I'm surprised Chelsea's still around too. Yeah, it's not, me too. It, it's not like I don't like Chelsea. Like, I like her. It just doesn't seem like their connection's that strong. Yeah, it doesn't. But I totally, 100% want to see Maggie in Bachelor in Paradise. She would Me be too. She was so sweet when she left you. She had, like, the best response. And she was like, my person's out there. Yes. I, I loved that. Because usually they walk off, like, sobbing. I'm never going to find love. And she's like, yeah. no, like I, I know what I have. And my person's out there somewhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're going to find them in paradise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So are, does that mean only one of the new girls is still there? Yes, Michelle. Michelle, she's the only one. Okay. Which, for some reason, I keep thinking, who else? There was someone that I kept seeing throughout the episode, and I kept thinking they were one of the new girls, but they're not. But I can't remember who that was. Next day, everybody's talking about how they want a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, Chris walks in, says Matt's confident his wife is in the room. Hometowns and overnights are in a couple of weeks. Drops off a date card. It says, Piper, tonight will be worth the wait. Cut to Serena C. She says, Katie is calculated and annoying. And that just lit another frustration inside of me with someone like Katie who is outspoken and keeps running her mouth with things she doesn't need to say. And she's walking through the hotel and then she knocks on Katie's door and decides that she wants to talk to Katie. Mm -hmm. So 
Serena sits down on the couch with Katie, says she wanted to talk about yesterday. She says, you didn't understand what I meant. I'm super frustrated about time being taken away by your antics. I'm coming to you because I don't think you're truly here for Matt. What a wonderful way to start the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. I hate when people tell other people that they don't think they're there for that person. It's like, how do you know? Exactly. (laughs) Unless they specifically come to you and say, I'm just here to get Instagram famous and for the sponsorships and I don't care about him. Like, you're not going to, don't make that assumption. Right. Katie says, well, you don't know what we talked about and how we interact together. You were being very insecure last night. The fact that you're sitting here, I thought you were coming to apologize, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Serena says, apologize for what? I have nothing to apologize for. I own what I say and I mean every word. Katie says, the fact that you're sitting here still trying to attack me is pathetic. If you have a problem with last night, take it up with Matt. I am who I am here. Which I like that because the night before literally had nothing to do with Katie and Serena like attacked her. Yes. Serena says there are 10 gears, 10, 10 gears. There are 10 girls here. Their biggest picture here is to be with Matt. Katie says, I am who I am. I've never been fake. And Matt likes me for everything I am. So don't speak on his behalf anymore. You keep taking up so much of my energy and it's a waste. Serena says, taking up your energy? Katie says, yes. Serena says, your little antics and all the drama you've been in and inserting yourself in every conversation and other people's business, that's not even your own. Like, she hasn't been doing, unless we didn't see it, I haven't seen Katie insert herself into people's conversations and other people's Yeah. She's just brought up genuine concerns to Matt and, like she says, does not name names. And then Serena says, you are lighting all these little fires everywhere. You are the freaking arsonist. How does telling Matt about bullying and toxicity and mean girls, that doesn't help your relationship at all. So she's all on board of the don't tell them there's bullying and toxicity. Right. Why? Katie says, I didn't drop any names to Matt. Serena says, it doesn't matter. Katie, it does because I let the girls tell him what they wanted to. If everyone thought that and Serena interrupts, they're like interrupting each other. Serena says, how does that help your relationship with Matt? And Katie says, no, let me talk. And we cut to the girls downstairs because they can hear them screaming at each other. (laughs) They're like, what is going on? Katie says, I'm not going to sit here and let happen in this house. I'm not going to sit here and let mean girls be mean girls. So guess what? Yeah, I told him there's some going on in this house. Not my story to tell. So if the girls, whoever wants to tell their story, they're going to tell their story. So guess what? I didn't drop MJ's name. I didn't drop Anna's name. I let the girls speak for themselves. So don't be mad at me that girls' names were brought up. There is some high school happening here. Like, I love that. All of it. Yeah. Katie is one who can feel all her emotions and get them out in a way that makes sense. Yes. And say how she feels. And Well, this is the first time I've seen Katie get heated. I think it's just built up over time. Like, she's so sick of all of the bullying and everyone just being ridiculous that she just like let it all out (laughs) yes that's true she hasn't exploded like that until now like you said but i love how she's like i didn't name names i just let him know what was going on and the girls told their own stories about what's been happening which is so true serena says you're focusing on other things besides your relationship with matt and i'm not the only one katie says as i said last night thank you for your feedback gets up and walks away And then in confessional, she says, I really don't know what her purpose was coming at me. At this point, she's making herself look stupid. I cannot reason with crazy. (laughs) I don't know why she's so hung up on me. 
I've never, or I've been nothing but myself. I'm here because Matt wants me here. So her opinion of me at this point, I just don't care anymore. Good job, Katie. Yes. And Serena walks to the girls. And oh, this makes me so mad. Sorry, yeah, keep going. <laughs> she's trying to start stuff. Mm-hmm. She walks up. She's like, guys, I just had the most heated conversation with Katie. Which makes me think she wanted to start stuff with Katie and go and spread it around. Like, that was her intention of that conversation yep. with Katie. She's trying to ruin things for Katie. Kit says, we heard what happened. Serena says, well, she stormed off because she couldn't handle what I had to say to her. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is not what happened. What conversation were you in? It's like, she got tired of listening to your bull crap, and so she walked yeah. away. She said what she had to say. What she said was valid, and she was done. <laughs> <laughs> she says, but all of her little antics keep taking up our time with Matt. Like, when she came in hot with her sex positivity, and then Katie walks in, and Serena just stops talking because she knows she's not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Katie says, you don't have to whisper. It's all good. Serena says, I'm just telling them what you told me. Katie says, which is what? Serena, that your main focus is not to be with Matt. Katie says, that's what I told you? Serena says, that was the gist of it. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Okay, well, Serena must have been having a different conversation with Katie in her own little head, in her own little world. She heard what she wanted to hear. Yeah. Katie says, well, I obviously said nothing like that, which I loved it, because the girls were going to be like, yeah, obviously she wouldn't sit there and say, I'm not here for Matt, I'm here for other reasons. Yeah, like, <laughs> so don't speak on my behalf ever because you're doing a bad job of it. Serena says, I don't think that is your main priority. Katie, okay, if you have the concern, go ahead and bring it up to Matt. Serena says, why? This is why I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Katie says, why are you bringing it up to me? What's your point? Serena says, I don't want to waste time mentioning your name to Matt. And Katie says, but why do I matter to you so much? <laughs> Serena says, you're the only one here who has other intentions besides trying to get with Matt. Katie says, I don't have any intentions except to be here for Matt. Serena says, well, your actions will speak louder than your words. And Katie says, well, his actions speak louder than words because I'm still here. Which is sad. No, she gets it holier. I know. Then Serena says, barely. I'm like, what, his actions barely speak louder than his words or she's barely still here? Like, what? I think she meant she's barely still here, which still doesn't make any sense because I'm like, how there's been nothing to show that Katie's hanging on by a thread. Exactly. Here, like, I don't know. Katie says, bring it up with Matt if you're mad how he decided to handle last night. That has nothing to do with me. Serena says, you're saying the same things over and over again, so I'm done. I'm like, Serena, no, she's not. She's making good points. You just don't want to continue this fight because you're going to (laughs) lose. Yeah, exactly. Justine says, yeah, last night sucked because a lot of ladies didn't get time with Matt, but it's important that we let it be and move forward, and we don't want you screaming at each other, please. Kit says, I'm not sure why Serena is so upset with Katie. When does this end? So we cut to the minivan pulling up to the gate. It's Heather M. looking for Chris Harrison. The guard tells her she's not allowed in because they're closed to the public. And Heather's like, well, is there any way I could get in? So the guard says, let me call somebody. He's on the phone, says, I have a lady named Heather looking for Mr. Harrison. So we cut to Chris Harrison walking out to the front gate. And Heather's like, hi, Chris. He says, Heather, what are you doing here? Basically, she says Hannah came to her house after she spent time with Matt in quarantine, and Hannah told her this guy is the perfect match for you. 
And Hannah being her best friend, telling her that meant something to her. So Chris says, so you're here? <laughs> Heather says, I couldn't let him get engaged and not meet him. Chris is like, well, we're in quarantine and we're pretty far into this. Which, how far were they really? I want yeah. to know when she showed up for real. Me too. Because I can promise you it was before all of this happened. Yeah. I bet Victoria was still here when she showed up. Probably. Heather says, I know you're almost halfway through, but that's not going to stop me. I truly just want to meet Matt. Chris says, not much surprises me, but I didn't see this one coming. But they've had people join the season halfway through before. Like, did you watch? You didn't watch Caitlin Bristow's season, did you? No. Nick Vile showed up. Or how do you say his last name? Vial? Isn't that how he pronounces it? He yeah. showed up to one of their dates because they he had messaged her on Instagram or something and he wanted to meet her and be on her season. So he showed up to their date and she let him on. So this is not a new thing. It's happened before. (laughs) He says he'll take this up the hill and he needs to talk to a lot of people. Even if we say yes, it wouldn't be close to today. So go back to your motel and I'll be in touch. She says, sounds good. Thank you, Chris. Chris says, just when you think you've seen it all. So Heather leaves. That's that. On Facebook, I always read the articles that pop up, which I shouldn't anymore because I'm still mad. <laughs> but um, it was because I was like, why is she in the minivan? And then they said that Heather came out and spoke up about it and said that she went to the rental car place. And they're like, you want a minivan? And she was like, sure. Why not? <laughs> so that's why she had a minivan. <laughs> Interesting. Which... Dylan's whole thing is he was like, Heather shows up already mic'd and they had no clue she was coming. So I wonder if they knew she was coming and they didn't tell Chris or Chris was just pretending he didn't know. Yeah. Like, how much does Chris Harrison actually know? Right. Probably everything, let's be honest. Probably. Heather probably has Chris Harrison's number. (laughs) She's like, hey, I'm going to do this thing and just letting you know I'm on my way. Yeah, when the producers are like, yes, bring it on. I know. They're like, man, we just got rid of most of our drama people, so we need something else to ramp this up. It's time for Piper's date. It is a surprise, and they are driving through the woods, and Matt says, what's something you would do in the woods? And Piper asks, at night, what was your first thought? (laughs) Okay, I did think dirty. (laughs) I was like, uh... But My honestly, first... though, oh, sorry, what? Go ahead. No, keep going. I was just going to say, honestly, though, if I were her, I would have been like, please tell me you're not taking me to like a haunted something. Because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I would have freaked out. I'd be like, don't even think about taking me to like a haunted trail or something. Okay, later on, I thought it was going to be haunted. But when he said, what's something you would do in the woods? And she says at night, my first thought was murder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, please don't murder me, or don't tell me we're going to murder somebody, or... (laughs) Okay, Murder was my first thought. (laughs) It's probably more likely. (laughs) (laughs) But she says get mauled by a bear, which was not what I thought of at all. Yeah. Because that doesn't only happen at night. You can get mauled by a bear any time of day. (laughs) True. But Matt says, I didn't want to tell you, but you guessed it. And he's like, no, I'm kidding. So he gives her a lantern. And then kisses her before they get out. And they're walking through the forest in the dark with a tiny little lantern. And that's when I thought haunted. Well, I mean, we've seen the previews, so we knew what it was going to be. But if I were in this situation, I'd be like, it's going to be something haunted. I don't do haunted. I don't. 
I don't Mm-mm. know if I've talked about that on this podcast, but I do not do haunted stuff. <laughs> I would try. Justin loves haunted stuff. He loves horror movies. I've watched horror movies and I've done haunted houses with him, but I no longer will do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They're my, probably my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> Absolutely not. So that's when I was like, it's going to be something haunted. And then Matt asked her to flip that switch to on. I was like, that's kind of sketchy to like just be in the middle of the woods and have to flip a random power switch. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a fair and all the rides light up. And yeah. So Matt says he's had a, his eye on Piper since night one. She's been patient and I want to do something unique and special. I'm like, but you don't pick the dates. Okay. <laughs> um, Matt says growing up, going to the fair was something he looked forward to. It's something magical, and he was hoping Piper would feel that. Matt challenges Piper to her favorite game, and she wins, and she gets like this weird... She called it a dragon. I don't know what that stuffed animal was. <laughs> I don't either. It was not the cutest one on the shelf, though. <laughs> no, not. I would not have been my pick, but maybe she's a little quirky. Yeah. Matt does the strongman bell thingy. Where you hit the thing with the hammer and it dings. It goes all the way to the top. So they're playing carnival games. They've got that one that's that giant arm that goes in a complete circle. Yeah. And it's just clips of them on different carnival rides making out. <laughs> so, I mean, there's not much you can say about that. No. That would be cool, though. Having your own carnival? That would be yes. cool. <laughs> it was a lot better than Brendan's carnival. The, his hometown, Acacia. Oh. Yes, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. The comparison of his homemade carnival to Matt's carnival yeah. that they threw together. Wow. Large difference. Just, just the comparison between, like, Tasha's dates and Matt's dates are, like, they yes. don't even compare. Yes. <laughs> but also, I feel like Tasha and Zach are real. And it seems yes. like they're doing very well. So maybe not having extravagant dates has been a plus for them. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yep, I totally um, agree. All right, back to the date. Piper says she was worried when you were... What? I was worried when you were walking me through the first. Forest? I don't know what I'm... Oh, <laughs> yes! Forest! <laughs> I really need to uh, check my typing skills before we record, but... You need to check yourself out. <laughs> I need to check myself. <laughs> I need to spell check myself. I was worried when you were walking me through the forest. Going on group date after group date and making a connection in that setting makes this even more worth it. Matt agrees and they make out. make out. Back to the ladies. There's a knock on the door. Chelsea does not want to go on the group date at all. So the date card says Brie, Kit, Rachel, Michelle, Jasenia, Serena P, Abigail, Chelsea, Serena C. This lane leads to love. And Katie is very excited for her one-on-one. Happy to explore their relationship without drama. Uh, Serena C says, I hope Katie goes on her date and Matt realizes she's not the one for him and they are not compatible at all. And that it is so weird that she stay here for so long and he will decide they're not meant to be together and send her I hate when people act like that towards other people. And I hate what happens on Katie's date because now Serena's going to think she's right. I know. Yes. I felt the same way. 
Uh, and I was mad at myself because I went on Instagram before I watched the episode. So I had already seen through memes that like Katie got sent home. Same. Like, no. <laughs> Although I'm fine knowing a little bit about what happens. So I'm like emotionally and mentally prepared. <laughs> If yeah. something goes the way I don't want it to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I knew her and Matt, though, were not. I didn't see them together anyway, so I figured she wouldn't last much longer, but still. I could see them being, like, good friends, but yeah. there, it did not seem like there was anything romantic. No. All right, so Heather, I guess she's in her room. Heather says, I was on Colton season and I'm here to see if Matt can be my husband. So I talked to Chris Harrison and I have officially made it to the Nimicolon. I am here. I am quarantining and hoping and praying I can get through this. Um, she did one COVID test and according to that, she's COVID free. She had another one and hopefully in a couple days or so I can meet Matt. And she's like, ah, so excited. So it does sound like she had to stay there for several days. I feel like it had to be a week or less than a week and do a couple COVID tests. Yeah. Cut back to Piper and Matt. And I wrote, I actually liked what Matt wore for their date. Because he was wearing a, it was like a light purple shirt and a dark magenta tie. And he had a plaid suit on. Yeah. And that, he had like a nice black overcoat and a plaid tie, not a tie, scarf. I was like, he looks so dapper. He did. He looked way better in that than in those turtlenecks. turtlenecks. And not even just <laughs> turtlenecks, but I feel like all of his sweaters look scratchy and uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. That color looked really good on him, too. Yes. And, like, the purple and magenta normally, I feel like, wouldn't go together, but it it worked. It worked yeah. on him. And I was like, I actually like that. Yeah, it looks I good. She says, today was fun. She loved not having interruptions. Last week was hard emotionally. She's always seen talking and feeling her feelings as a weakness. And that has to do with her upbringing. It isn't conducive to being her full self, especially in a relationship. She says, if you're not going to confront your feelings, it's not healthy. That's what I got. Ooh. Sorry. It's okay. Do you know, these are cool. I've never seen these before. They're squishy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Evelyn. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, tell Gigi cool. thank you very much. You're welcome. These kids are spoiled. <laughs> That's what grandparents are for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Sorry, keep going. I gotta go. Oh, Gigi has scissors up here. Um, that asks about how her parents express emotions basically she says in her family they don't say or communicate love they do it through actions it's hard because she wants that but it's not how they operate as a family she wishes she hadn't been brought up that way but it makes her a tougher person she says she knows she needs more than action she needs words sometimes her she wants her mom to just call and say i'm really proud of you you're doing a great job but that's not her style and that's not how things will happen and it hurts she wishes she could feel that way too that's why it's hard for her to let people in Matt says we can work on that together because it's something i've struggled with for me it's been liberating to put my feelings and who i am on the table so when we leave you know who i am and what you're getting he challenges her to be open with him and tap into why he feels that way so that he can be there for her. Piper says, I know that I do more of the showing love through actions, but I want to be able to do more of the saying part of love. 
I know that I'm not good at it, so be patient with me. Matt says he will. Piper says I don't want to be afraid of how I feel and expressing my feelings because I wouldn't want to bring that into our relationship. So, you know, Matt, I am falling in love with you. And that was the scariest thing in the world to say because I've always seen that as giving up part of myself. But while it makes me super fearful, it makes me really excited. Matt wants her to trust him with her feelings and her heart. He'll be open with his emotions and feelings as well. Piper appreciates it. Matt gives her the rose and the kiss. Piper's happy. Matt has another surprise, and it's a private concert by Temecula Road. So I just kind of blazed through that conversation. But what did you think of that, their conversation? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel bad for Piper because that's sad. And I feel like that kind of explains why Piper's the way she is. Mm-hmm. I don't like I at first I was like, oh, Piper's cute. Like, I like her. Like, she seems like so. But the more I got to know her, she not kind of struggled. Her. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about her. I'm like, she almost, but you can almost tell she's a little like rough around the edges. Uh huh. But yeah, all I, I could think know. of was, cause you know, I love the love languages. I'm like, this is why the love languages are so important. Yes. Yeah. 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 100% because we tend to show love how we want to receive love. And that's mm-hmm. not always how other people receive love. And like I always right. say, Justin and I are literally the complete opposite. My top two love languages are his bottom two and vice versa. So having yeah. to learn how to show love to him in ways that he understands it and seeing him having to, because his number one is acts of service. So that's, I'm not like wired to think that way. <laughs> so right. I have to come up with ways and it's not easy. And mine's, um, Words of affirmation is my number one, and he's not a very big feelings expressor. Like, you right. Know. So having to like learn how to express love in a way different than, and if you find someone that, hey, y'all have the same love languages, you're set. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it's the same thing with kids too, because yeah, I know they they talk about like love languages for your children and making sure yeah, that you express them and. I actually had a conversation with another mom about love languages and it was really good about how you can use that to, I don't know, motivate your kids. Yeah. No, that's really, yeah, no, that's very true. It's relationships with anybody, not just your spouse or yeah, for sure. Cause if someone like me is words of affirmation and I feel appreciated, like I'm going to go above and beyond (laughs) right, to continue doing the things I'm doing. So it's just interesting. I love yeah. love languages. I've never actually like read the book, sat down and read the book, but I've definitely looked into like done the tests and read about the love languages. Yeah. And how to use those. But, but then they have so their private. If you haven't done the love language quiz, you should do it. Totally. <laughs> do it and tell us. And then we can have yes. a conversation about love languages. <laughs> <laughs> But I also in that conversation, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Anybody who, like, says, there's been a couple girls that have said that they're falling for him. And he always gives that same look. Anyway, but I won't say too much because I can't give anything away now that I freaking know. Oh, I was about to say something, but now if I do, I'm going to give it away. I accidentally saw the spoilers of who Matt picks. I did. I've seen them. 
Uh, Sarah read them while we recorded. I cut that whole thing out because <laughs> it was going to give it away. <laughs> oh, but I'm so mad. If you don't know who it is yet, don't read the spoilers because I want to know your thoughts when it ends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not going to ask any more uh, questions because if I ask any questions, we're going to give it away. But, yep. <laughs> oh, but the spoilers of who The Bachelorette is out, have you seen that yet? Yes. I'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they have their private concert. They're hug dancing from behind, and then they slow dance. I was like, I've never heard of this band before, but they're actually really good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. They sounded really good. Um, okay. So that's the end of their date. Next day, Heather, another clip from Heather in quarantine, and she's balancing pizza on her head. <laughs> that's all I wrote. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all we needed to relive. <laughs> She's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, she is. All right. So it's time for the group date, and they are going bowling. Abigail, I liked what she said. She said, I can't control if I get a one-on-one, but I can control what we talk about. So she's trying to be positive. Yes. So they walk into the bowling alley, and they have all of the snacks. I was like, that looks so good. Then they're bowling. There's so many gutter balls. I need to pull the bumpers up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure last time I played bowling years ago, I had them pull the bumpers up for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had the bowling place themselves. They could have. Chris Harrison walks in. Someone says, what's the twist? There's two teams. The winning team wins an evening with Matt and the losing team goes home. Do you remember when they did that on Ari season? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Crystal flipped out. Yes. All right. It's like there's only nine girls, so they're uneven teams. We learned that Michelle blossoms in competition. So <laughs> at the beginning, the pink petals have 278 points. The blue bombshells have 93 points. It's kind of hard to narrate a bowling game on a podcast. So we see Brie bounces her bowling ball down the lane. I don't know how she did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Somehow, they are pretty bad. Yeah, they weren't doing great. Somehow the blue team was coming back. Then it was pink was had 451 and blue had 448. Final round, pink wins and only four girls are going to the after party. The blue bombshells go home. Abigail is very upset because she says it's not that she's getting a little bit of time. She's not getting any time. Matt goes to say goodbye to their team. Kit's like, this is a joke. We're going. Matt says, I don't think so. And Kit's like, what do you want in a wife? A bowler? <laughs> That's a really valid point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Matt says, I don't make all the right decisions here, and it's yeah. unfortunate because I want to spend time with all the women. Blue team are talking about how upset they are and how they don't even get a chance to get the group date rose. Back in the house, Katie and Piper are talking. The blue team walks in, and they're upset. That was a really quick narrative of how that date went. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, when they do dates like that, there's only so much you can say about it They're i know bowling. and it really wasn't that important like it wasn't that interesting they're bowling yeah. they're bad at it like, yeah <laughs> end of story <laughs> after party matt says it's less about looking for the world's best bowler michelle goes dang it <laughs> now laugh matt says it's more about how you continue to challenge yourselves and have fun and then they all cheers Back of the house, Abigail says it sucks getting the first impression, Rose, and then having to wait week after week after week. 
Chris enters, says he has a different kind of date card, drops it off. It says, Abigail, Serena C., Kit, Bree, and Rachel, I feel terrible about today. I need time with you, please. And they start screaming, and they're so excited. I said about that was planned from the beginning. After oh, yeah, all these season, and how bad that went, they're not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, back to the after party. Matt and Michelle are talking. Michelle says, I love being around you. You have a lot of the qualities I'm looking for. For you to be in my comfort zone when I haven't known you that long really stands out to me. Matt says, I will continue to do that and then make out. Some girls are talking about how glad they are that there's only four of them. And they get more time with Matt. And then all the other girls walk in. <laughs> Matt's like, I, I have to be honest. I knew they were coming. This process is too important to not get time with everybody. He grabs Jasenia. And then Chelsea starts ranting about how she's having a hard time and how she earned that time because they won the bowling game. So she deserves more time than the other girls. <laughs> I'm a better bowler. So I'm obviously a better fit for his one. <laughs> exactly. When she was like saying that, I was like, that has nothing to do with. I don't know. And put yourself in the other girl's shoes. They would have acted the same way and wanted the same thing. Exactly. And so all the girls are talking to Matt as Chelsea's voicing over how upset she is, how she's trying to be patient. Chelsea and Matt talk. She says it's been a hard couple of weeks. She's frustrated trying to be patient and wait for, waiting for more time, but she doesn't want him to give up on her because she knows she has walls up. She says, so just hold on a little longer. Matt says, I'm, I'm holding on. I know it's hard when you see other people on one-on-ones, but if you're here, that's because I see myself with you. Chelsea feels better, and they make out on the stairs, and she really wants that rose as validation. Matt grabs the rose. He compliments Serena P. He compliments Chelsea, and he compliments Michelle, and then gives the rose to Michelle. Chelsea is very surprised and very disappointed. Matt leaves. Okay. Oh, sorry, what? I said a Matt leaves. Yeah. Go ahead. So... I remember how we were like praising Tasha, like, oh, I really like how she's like pointing people out and like validating their conversations, even though she didn't give them the rose. Yes. So now Matt's doing this, and I'm like, well, there's no way he saw Tasha's season before he did this. So do you think it's maybe a new thing that the producers are having them do? Maybe. Because that's a good point. I hadn't thought I was about like, that. Yeah, because we were like, oh, Tasha, we love that. That's so great that she's doing that. But Claire never did that, did she? No. Claire was set on Dale and didn't bat an eye at anybody else. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tasha like, maybe Tasha was the one who decided to do that and the producers were like, we like that. And they like encouraged Matt to do the same thing. That very well could have happened. Maybe they're like, oh, the people like it. So Matt, do this. Yeah. I do maybe. like it. I just don't I do like too. typing out what he said to each person. No, yeah, it's not. It's it just, doesn't <laughs> you gave the rose to Michelle and Chelsea's upset about it. So yep. that's that. Heather, another clip from her quarantine. She says, I just realized that I am Rapunzel. So she lets her hair out the window and says, Matt can just climb on up. She calls for Matt out the window. I said, I feel like she thinks she is the one with him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. That's <laughs> You're fine. I really think Heather thinks she is supposed to be his wife. I really do. Yeah. And Elsa, yeah, I see that. Yeah, I think so too. Like Athena was saying, I'm kind of embarrassed for her a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think she's going to stick around very long. 
I don't either. Especially with Matt's reaction, but we'll get there. Yeah. All right, so it's time for Katie's one-on-one. But first, Matt meets up with Tyler C. And we all love to see him. Yes, I was so excited. I was like, yes. So Matt's telling Tyler about Katie and how she brought a cactus-sized vibrator. I'm like, wow, (laughs) was it really that big? (laughs) He says she owns who she is. She is unapologetically herself, and that's what he likes about her. But he hasn't spent a lot of time with her, so he wants to see what she's about. Tyler says some relationships are going to start a little later. His was a slow burn and caught fire at the end. There might be a girl that comes out of nowhere that you start building a connection with. So stay open and just be you. That's why we all love you. That's why we're here. Give it your all so you can walk away not having any regrets. And then he asks him if he sees himself getting down on one knee. Matt says, I do. And Tyler's like, do you? Matt says, no. I'm like, okay. Wow, I'm excited for you, man. He said, my boy's all booed up. And Matt says, I wish I could have a conversation with Tyler before every day. I'm like, we all wish that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he says goodbye, and Matt leaves for his date. And then Matt says, I've seen this process work for Tyler. What does that mean? Because Tyler did not get engaged. <laughs> I know. Maybe she did, he just meant, like, I saw that Tyler, like, a got look? strong feelings. I don't know. Yeah. I was um, like. I mean, he got fame, but not a fiance. So if that's what you're going for, then yeah, it worked. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) But he did not get engaged. Yeah, true. Katie shows up for Matt's date. Katie runs up and leg wraps Matt, and they're at the spa. Matt says he's going to let her in on a little secret. One of his best friends, Tyler C., is there, and he thinks he's there for massage. But little does he know, they'll be in the ear of the actor they hired to be his masseuse, and they're gonna ruin his massage. Katie says she loves it, and she's so excited. I'm like, this is the perfect date for Katie. Yes, it is. Even though she definitely thought she was getting a spa day when they first got there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't think she was disappointed. No, I don't either. So he shows her all the cameras, and Matt looks into one of the cameras and says, today is not your day, buddy. (laughs) So they're in the back room, they watch him walk in, and they're laughing because Tyler is totally checking himself out in the mirror. Yes. <laughs> um, they have her, the masseuse asks him why he's here, he says, my best, friend, my best friend is the bachelor. And then Matt says, work your way to his nipples. <laughs> and Katie says, twist his nipples occasionally. And Matt's face, his face has cracked me up. I know. <laughs> His eyes, like, got so big. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how to explain it, but it was hilarious. It was. Then they tell her to use the rolling device on his back as hard as you can, and Matt's, like, literally try to break his bones. (laughs) (laughs) Matt says Katie's the best person for this date, giving these hilarious commands, like, mount him, roll his back out, get onto his head, use the roller on his head, push his head into the donut. He says he was dying. Katie is someone... He could have fun with doing anything with. Katie calls the masseuse and says, hey girl, what's up? And the masseuse says, you are never going to believe who I am massaging right now. Tyler C. from Hannah's season. He says, no freaking way. And the masseuse says, he's even hotter in person. Which, Tyler is not even really reacting to any of this. No, I was like surprised he wasn't doing more. I well, Matt says he's a big prankster, so I bet he is used to this. And right off the bat, he was like, "This is totally 
he's totally pranking me. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So they sneak into the room. Matt squirts so much oil onto his hands and starts massaging Tyler's neck. And Tyler <laughs> I was like, that's up. excessive. Yeah. Also, Matt has giant hands, so he had to notice the change. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Matt just loses it when Tyler looks up at him. And Tyler, it looked like he was just like, yep, yep, this yeah. is what I thought. Figured. He just seems so unfazed. And then he introduces Katie. Katie seems a little starstruck. And that was the end of that. Time for their dinner date. Matt says there's no one else he would want to torture his best friend with. I'm like, yeah, Katie's the perfect. Like, I'm thinking of all the other girls. Who else would that have been a fun date with? Nobody. Yeah. She's by far been the funnest, like, funniest date. Yeah. <laughs> so they're laughing at everything. Katie says, sitting there and being playful with you was all I needed to reassure me why I'm here. <laughs> Matt asks if she's had that playful aspect in relationships in the past. Katie says, when I think of the past and why they didn't work, I think what was missing was I didn't realize was so important was someone who was playful. Matt asks about her long-term relationships. Her last long-term relationship was three years long. Thought he was going to be the one, but she did a lot of reflecting and realized I was not who I was truly meant to be. Since then, I've been particular about who I want to date. She's quick to recognize a red flag. Before she would ignore it, I hope she can change them, but that's not it. She wants to meet someone who is also ready and knows who they are because then there's no changing anybody, which I really liked that. Yeah, I did too. It's true. She wants someone where they can accept each other from the get-go and grow together. She says, for me after today, whatever happens at the end of this, I'm here for you through it all. I know this is crazy and time is short, but I'm committed and I can see this continuing. And I'm hoping my love story is your love story as well. And I'm here to the end if you want me to be. Go back to the house. Michelle and Brie are talking about whether or not Katie's coming home. Something really important there. Back to Katie. She says, you're always giving us women validation. I don't know if you're getting the validation you deserve, but I just want you to know that you're doing a great job. I'm like, that is such a Katie thing to say. I know. Because I feel like in all the other conversations, the girls are like, I'm really struggling. And he's like, well, what can I do to help you? She's like, you know what? You need the validation too. You're doing a really good job, Matt. Yeah. Okay, and can I just say that I it took me a second to realize what she was wearing, but I'm I really like that she really has been so true to herself and she wasn't that's the first time I've ever seen a girl go on a date and she wasn't in some like fancy cocktail dress. Like a designer. It was a it was just a white sweater and a black skirt with black tights and black boots, right? Yes. And a puffer jacket. It wasn't like a fancy jacket. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Like, she looks cute, and but she doesn't, I don't know, like, she looks she like herself. so hard. Yeah. Yeah, she's not trying hard. She's not trying to be the most stylish person. She's just being herself, and I love it. Right. And so, so Matt says, thank you. I feel like it's hard for you. You're living with the women who are also in this process, and Katie said they made it worth it. What is that? That's a good jitsu thing. I don't know the word of it, but... Why did you get to though? And they are cool. I saw them on videos. Looks like a ninja dinosaur. It actually does, but it, it is not. So. Oh, so I'm not not quite right. Not quite right. But it does look like one though. Yeah, it does. Oh, hey, but <laughs> I also got another one. 
Oh, wow. It's like a fire. The red one's fire and that one's ice. So this one is Thrash because he's king of the sea and he's a megalodon. Oh, a megalodon? That is a dinosaur, right? Yeah, it is actually. Ooh. But when I stretch him, watch what happens. stretchy. Yeah, he is stretchy. And what looks? Bones inside him. Oh, wow. You can see the bones. Crazy. That's super Well, we could not have any bones. So if I stretch you, can I see your bones? No. No? Oh. I'm not even that stretchy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, mommy's almost done, okay? We're but, close, Asher, and then you can. I'll give you your mommy back. I'm eating the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. All right, so Matt grabs the rose. Um, he thinks back on the relationship and how much they've grown and how she set the tone not only for the women but the whole experience for them. He says, I don't know how to express how much I appreciate that in you and how much you've meant to me in this process. I'm like, oh, great. This is a breakup conversation. I know. Why do they have to grab the rose? I know. I hate that. I was thinking the same thing. Like, don't pick it up. It's so mean. (laughs) He says, you've been honest with me and I owe the same honesty to you. And the truth is my relationship with some of the other women in the house has progressed farther along than ours has at this point. And I can't give you this rose tonight. And that's not a slight at who you are and what our time together has been. I just haven't had those feelings that I need to have to find a wife in this process. And he puts the rose back down and Kay just says, okay, Matt asks if he can walk her out. He says it's never been a question if Katie was an incredible woman, but he has to have that connection. And he says, I'm listening to my heart, and it's not leading me in that direction. Katie says, I wish you luck. There are still some great women in the house, so I hope you find everything you've been looking for and everything you deserve. Which that totally could have been a moment to throw Serena under the bus, but she did not because Katie's classy. Exactly. If it had been Serena, I can guarantee you she would have done that. Oh, yeah. Katie's name would have been all over her mouth. Oh, yeah. Matt thanks her, helps her into the car. Katie says she didn't see that coming. She felt the blood drain from her face when he told her she wasn't getting the rose. She had already been picturing their future together. Producers grab Katie's bags. All the girls are shocked. Serena looks secretly pleased. I hate that Serena thinks she's in the right now. I know. He says, I don't regret being myself. It sucks I wasn't enough. He has relationships formed with other women. I just thought it was too soon to count me out. I know what I deserve, and I deserve a man who knows what I have to offer. I am who I am, and there's someone out there who wants that. Yes, Katie. And you're going to find him. (laughs) Bachelor Nation's going to find him. Yes, we won't rest until Katie finds her person. (laughs) Time for the cocktail party. We are almost done. We cut to Heather is getting dressed for the cocktail party. She believes Matt could be her husband. And then she puts her shoes on. Do you remember what her shoes looked like? Yes, they looked like they were way too small for her feet. Absolutely. And they're like those clear 90s shoes. Those were totally 90s prom shoes. Yes, they were. Kit says the last two rose ceremonies have been canceled because of stuff going on in the house, and she's sure everyone will get time with him tonight. Matt walks in. They cheers. He grabs Abigail first. We get Heather driving in her minivan to the cocktail party. I'm like, she's on the interstate. Where was she? Did they make her stay in her motel? Because I just assumed they would put her in a room at the hotel. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was too risky, though. She was totally driving down the interstate. I'm like, she's not yeah, she there. Um, so Matt talks to Abigail and they kiss. Heather is driving up the driveway and she sees the resort. <laughs> and we see Matt and Bree talking and they kiss. The girls are talking about how happy they are to move past the drama. Heather pulls up to the front and gets out of the van and walks up the steps. Bree is talking and she sees Heather through the spinning glass doors and she just stops talking. And then Heather can't get through the door. But <laughs> she's like trying to push yeah, the spinning like, door. <laughs> it's like she's trying to be all graceful and she's just like, uh, uh, uh. she yeah. can't quite get the door open. She finally gets it open and walks in. Rachel is freaking out. Heather just smiles at the girls and walks right past them and walks in on Matt and Piper. Didn't even say anything. And then Matt sees her and he just has this deer in the headlights look and he just goes, hey. (laughs) I laughed. (sighs) He was like laughing so hard though. Yeah. He's probably like, of course. Of course this is happening. Why would this not happen? I shouldn't expect this. (laughs) <laughs> Heather asks to talk to him. He just laughs and says, Heather? He tells Piper he needs a couple minutes with her and he'll be back. So he hugs her goodbye. Heather says, hi, nice to meet you. And hugs Matt. And he's just like, what the heck? Piper storms out and goes, what the b-? Who is that? The girls are all freaking out. Piper's telling them what happened. The rest of the girls storm up wanting to know what's going on. Heather says, you're probably wondering why I'm here. So I'm going to tell you the whole story. Matt says, I'm listening. I'm like, of course, we're not going to get the story this episode. No, we're not. Serena says, I don't know this girl and I already don't like her. Desenia says she's had her time. Like, go home, please. And then Serena P says, like, she's just going to walk in here and marry him? No. If she gets the rose tonight, I'll be rageful. Which is rageful even a word? I don't think it's Probably not. (laughs) But we totally get what you mean. Yes, we get it. Up next, all the girls are upset at Heather. Serena C. calls her a virus. Heather is sobbing, saying she's never had people be so mean to her. Hometowns are two weeks away. Jasenia gets a one-on-one, apparently, which I'm... I just don't see them. Jasenia and Matt. Yeah, I don't either. There's lots of crying. There's a car leaving. But... The car is driving off, and Matt is wearing a black turtleneck and a black jacket. I'm like, the outfit looks familiar. So either that's already happened, or it's been shown in previews a lot. But it looked really familiar. Like, I feel like yeah. happened. He's been in a lot of turtlenecks, though. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they're yeah. all starting to blend together. It's either turtlenecks or scratchy sweaters. And if he doesn't wear yes. something like that, it looks wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the bloopers. Serena P says matt does karate he's like oh my gosh i don't do karate she says i feel like this is an appropriate time to bring that up and finally he's like do you want me to see i'll do it for you and he has her (laughs) pillow up but he's like i don't know if your arms will go high enough where i need it to be (laughs) (laughs) and then he tells her to hold it to the side and that he's gonna kick it out of her hand she says you're gonna kick me in the face aren't you he promises he won't kick her in the face she's nervous and he's like actually go to the other side no the other side and so he's telling her to move it back and forth. She's like, are you stalling? And then she realizes what he's doing. And she's waving the pillow back and forth in the air. And he's like, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it. And she says, you're making me nervous. Matt said, don't be nervous. She says, okay, go. My arm's getting tired. And then he kicks the pillow out of her arms. But Matt is totally a jokester. I feel he like, is. I feel like he has two modes. He's either in chill, nothing faces me mode, or this is hilarious and I'm joking around mode. 
Yeah, and I wish they would show more of that side of him. I feel like you never get to see that side until it's like the bloopers and stuff. And I feel like that's the side that everybody fell in love with him on Instagram and TikTok. But this whole season, we have been so focused on the drama and everything going on that we haven't really even been able to focus on the relationships and him. Getting to know him. Right. We've been more focused. Like, this season is the first season where I feel like we haven't actually gotten to know The Bachelor. We've only gotten to know the women in the house. Or his relationships, because we've talked about this. I do not, I see two strong relationships. Not even strong. I like him and Michelle, and then him and Rachel apparently like each other a lot. And -hmm. all the other ones are just blah. Like, I don't have a connection there. Like, why are they, like, some of them, I'm like, I don't even understand why you're still here at this point. I agree. But maybe there's a lot we're not seeing because they're so focused on the drama. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting season for sure. Yes, for sure. I do. Oh. I still really like Matt, though. That yes. hasn't changed. I do like Matt. Yeah. I feel like I was on the fence, but now I like him more. Although sometimes he does feel cliche, like you said, because he's never done this yes. before. But True. that's not his fault. He's never no. done this before. Yeah. Was there anything else? I feel oh, like I need- I w- Go ahead. Oh, sorry, what? I was going to say, I feel like I need a list of, like, things to talk about at the end, like gossip. (laughs) Well, I did see, so I guess Facebook now that I click on all the articles about The Bachelor, they pop up on my newsfeed all the time. And I just read one recently about all these people. Katie was being body shamed on this last episode, and she had to, like, go on Instagram. Yes! People were, like, she, like, screenshotted some instagram comment someone left on one of her pictures or something and talked about how they were like i really hope when the gym is open back up you're the first person in there like tell her she was fat oh my gosh if you guys are body shaming katie and think she's fat then i'm like obese i was literally gonna say the same thing (laughs) she is not fat no she's super cute she is i'm shocked Yes, so was I. I mean, she doesn't seem like the type of girl that would go to the gym every morning or go on a five-mile run or... But she's not big at all. No, and I like that she's not like that because they all look like that. They all look like they all get up at six o'clock in the morning and go to the gym. And I'm like, forget all (laughs) y'all. She seems like a good, nice, normal girl that's level-headed and... Yes. Also, she's a cat lady. I love that. She has a cat. (laughs) Y'all, I used to hate cats, but I'm obsessed with my cat now. And (laughs) I just feel a connection with other ladies that are obsessed with their cats. Oh, oh, man. She has a cute cat. He's a big, fluffy, black and white cat. Mm. So, I like Katie. Yes, me too. But yeah, that's really sad that they're body shaming her. Absolutely no. not. That's not okay. Oh, the other thing, I've been going back and ever almost every day looking at Anna and MJ and Victoria in their Instagrams to see if they ever addressed anything that's happened on the show, like an apology or anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Which that surprise me. I don't think we talked about this when the whole thing was going down with Sarah. Kit did a apology on her Insta stories, and then MJ oh. did an apology on her Insta stories. Did you see those? 
Oh, yeah, I do remember hearing something about MJ. Because MJ's apology was almost exactly the same as Kit's. Like, phrasing and everything was almost exactly the same. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, I've looked. They haven't addressed or said anything. I bet they're waiting until the women tell all, which if there is a women tell all, it's going to be a good one. Yes, it is. It's going to be really good. Did you also see that Hannah Brown... And it was Hannah Brown, uh, Caitlin Bristow, Nick Vile, Demi. I think that was all. Maybe there was one more person. It sounds like she is dispensing ice. <laughs> She's dumping out all these marbles. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're not in the kitchen, but it sounds like an ice dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it did. Okay, who was it? It was, you said Demi, Hannah, Nick. Yeah, Hannah Brown, Demi, Nick, Caitlin, Dylan. I think that was all, but they all, like, uh, defended Heather on, like, Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Because they were like, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met, and, like, I can't believe these people are being mean to her, so mean to her. And I, she, they're like, I can't wait to see what these girls say to her. Um, because I can't imagine anyone being that mean to her. And Demi was like, I'm ready to go beat up whoever was mean to her. Oh, <laughs> because man. They, they were like, we've never seen Heather cry. Like, she's so sweet. So, I could totally yeah. see Heather being a sweetheart. But, yeah, that'll be really sad. Because I've seen all the memes that are like, this is the biggest group of bullies, but we haven't even seen what they've done to her yet. But That's true. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think Heather will last long. I I don't even think she makes it past the rose ceremony. I bet he talks to her and sends her home. Yeah. Because honestly, if Hannah really felt that way, that's what... I think that's what Dylan said. Some one of the guys that tweeted said, "If Hannah was really that good of a friend, why didn't she give Heather her or give Matt Heather's number?" Because they did. It sounded like she was talking about the quarantine crew when they were all hanging out together and doing the TikToks and stuff together, which was uh-huh. way before he got announced as the Bachelor. Because he, I feel like that got him announced as a contestant on Claire's season. And then there was, like, the drama between him and Claire because she's like, if you're already making, what was it, cameos, then you're not here for the right reasons. And he was like, I'm doing it because I'm trying to raise money for charity. (laughs) And then they announced him as The Bachelor. Oh, I missed that. So, where was I going with that? There was a point in telling you all of that, and I don't remember what. Oh, (laughs) but, yeah, she totally could have given... Heather his number before he was announced as the bachelor. So Yeah. But well, we'll see what happens. I'm excited for next week. <gasps> oh, I know. Okay. I know how Stephanie Rasmussen found our podcast. So uh-huh. do you remember me talking about the other bachelor podcast that I listened to called Bros Before Rose and how much I love that podcast? Yes. Well, they are two married couples and They decided to take a break this season because podcasting takes a lot of energy and time. And they've been doing it for like three or four years. And they decided to take a break for a little bit. They don't know how long. So so someone was asking, like, who are some other podcasts that you like? I'm like, me and my friend do a podcast. You can listen to us. (laughs) Okay. So now I'm reading her message. I'm like, okay. So she was one of the ones that I was like, hey, listen to us. (laughs) 
So um, cool. I'll go ahead and read it. Stephanie Rasmussen. I'll message her and be like, do you care if we read your entire name? She says, hey, Chandler and Allison, thanks for starting this fine podcast. I have been lacking a fun podcast to listen to since a certain other podcast took a break after Clacia's season, which is what they call Clarentatia's. R.I.P. <laughs> I am also a mom with young kids. So I'm so glad you embraced being able to have fun while kids are running around in the background. Yep. <laughs> Let me just say about this past episode. Ding dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. So that was the last episode. I'm so glad Matt finally sent Victoria home. While she was pretty entertaining, her lack of self-awareness annoyed me so much. She would blame others for the same thing she did on a daily basis, so good riddance. And I believe Anna got caught with her hand in the cookie jar and was really only upset she got caught. But I'm glad Matt is finally taking care of some drama. Now, if I had to pick the final four at this point, I would say Michelle, Rachel, Katie, and Serena P. And Katie is my pick for the next Bachelorette. Anyways, thank you for podcasting. You guys are awesome. I know. It was so nice. Such a sweetheart. I know. Yeah, Michelle, Rachel, Katie, and Serena P are good choices. And Katie for Bachelorette. Either Katie or Michelle would make a wonderful Bachelorette. I agree. Also Maggie, but I don't think she'll be the Bachelorette. But she would be the best, best Bachelorette ever. But thank you, Stephanie, for writing in. Makes yes. me very, very happy. And I don't know what else to say because I'm really awkward and shocked that someone wrote in that we don't know. <laughs> personally. <laughs> this is what we've been asking for for so long. Thank you. Now, other people follow suit. She's a great, yes. wonderful example. <laughs> Tell us how great we are and how much we love our <laughs> I love, though, that she's like, I'm also a mom, and she understands with the children running around in the background. Yes. We try to find it where at least one of our kids is taking a nap. That's true. Sometimes all three of them are awake, and that just chaotic, but (laughs) hey, we need something to do other than momming all day long. Exactly. Yes, thank you, and you can write us every week, and we will read your message every week. Yes. The third unofficial (laughs) podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm trying to think is there anything else i don't know i feel like every week i listen to our episode and i'm like oh i should have said this or i should have said that or i have this thought and i don't write them down and i forget all of them (laughs) i know and last time i think i did that i think i messaged you afterward because i was like i meant to say this yes i I also don't remember what that was I don't either. Oh, it was about them wearing the jackets over their shoulders. Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Which sometimes I do that, but I don't walk around like that. Like if I'm sitting and I'm a little cold, I'll just kind of put it on top of me. But I don't do it as a fashion statement. Right. The fashion statement's what I don't get, but I don't know. All right. Well, I guess I'll do the social medias real quick. We've got Instagram is Babies and the Bachelor, which I'm just going to say this. Instagram is where it's at. I just, for Facebook is Babies and the Bachelor. I just share whatever I post on Instagram to the Facebook. So it's basically the same thing. And yeah. our website is babiesinthebachelor.wordpress.com. And our email is babiesinthebachelor at gmail.com. But our Instagram is where it's at. So go follow us on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> also... Last week, I posted that we were going to do a... I just realized. I totally forgot about this. Because the Bachelor ABC posted a Mad Libs 
And I got so excited that I screenshotted it and posted on our Instagram that we were going to do Mad Libs. And then I went back oh, yeah. to it. And it was basically a Mad Libs advertising Orbit's gum. Oh. <laughs> like, that's not even funny. So maybe I'll try yeah. to or write my own. But yeah, I forgot to post it. I was going to do it anyways, even though it was dumb. But yep, I think we're good. Anything yep. else? I didn't think so. I'm just very excited for the Women Tell All. Me too. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'm and I think we're due for a guest, so we should get Athena, Athena back on. Now that she's caught up. <laughs> yes, now that she's caught up. <laughs> she messaged us a few days. She's like, I am catching up on like the last three episodes. I was like, oh, <laughs> you got a roller coaster. No, what did I say? Uh, oh, you're about to go on a ride or something. Uh, but. Yeah, we'll have to see if Athena can come back on soon because I feel yes. like she has a lot of good thoughts. Uh, I told my sister because my sister yeah. wants to, but she's like, but I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Like, I just feel so weird. I'm like, why? Uh, Samantha? Yeah. You should totally do it. I know. She's like, I feel like I'm going to be awkward. I'm like, everybody's awkward. The first We're all time. awkward. And I edit it so you don't sound as awkward. So you'll yes. be Samantha. Join and it us. takes like 10 minutes to warm up and then you'll be fine. Yeah. So we can do like 10 minutes of chit-chatting and then record. Exactly. All right. Hi, Evelyn. Okie dokie. hurt carrying that down. Oh. I really need to shower, so all right, I'll do that while she's still sleeping. <laughs> Not that anybody needed to know that, but <laughs> hey, mom life. Yes, exactly. I understand. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'll talk to you later, and see y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babies and the Bachelor: Moms Who Enjoy Trashy TV. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions and predictions, so make sure you reach out to us on our social media pages, and maybe we'll share it on our next episode. So yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.